0: Welcome to the We Are Next podcast, advice and insight from all over the advertising industry to help you navigate your career with confidence. I'm Natalie Kim.
1: And I'm Andrea Wheeler, lead manager at AT&T Entertainment Group.
0: And thanks for listening. Hi everybody, it's Natalie, and welcome to episode 47. If you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you know that I was working from Austin last week. And it was sort of a scouting trip for Ryan and I because we're starting to think about cities where we could picture ourselves raising a family eventually. And we're making similar trips out to Denver and Portland this summer to see what it would feel like to be there. There's so many factors to consider, from proximity to our extended families, to the industries we work in, you know, kid-related considerations, access to diversity, access to outdoors, we can rationalize any city, I think, so I'm hoping that we'll just feel it and know when we're there in person. Before we get to our guest, I wanted to send a huge high five and hug to all the June graduates. I can't wait to see what you'll do and add to this industry, and We Are Next is here for you as you take this next step in your career. Our guest this week is Andrea Wheeler, Lead Manager at at and Entertainment Group. Before he went client-side, Andrew worked on the account-side on huge national campaigns for brands like Apple, KFC, and Airbnb at agencies like Media Arts Lab, Wyden Kennedy, and TBWA Shiat Day. He has a lot of wisdom to share, especially for young account managers, so let's get to it. Enjoy. I'm so glad we're doing this. This is like such a long time coming. I,
1: I know, I know. I'm sorry.
0: No, it's okay. I decided
1: to switch jobs in yeah. the middle of the process. So yeah. yeah. So when
0: we first got connected by Karen, who we both worked with in the, in the past, mm-hmm. um, and since then you've moved jobs, and so we wanted to like let you get settled, and yep. um, you moved to the brand side from agency side. So we're gonna talk about that. Um, but why don't we start with how you got your start in the industry? how you found advertising and really found your place in it.
1: It's one of those uh, questions that feels like a made-up story, but it's not. Um, I mean, it was probably like seventh grade in grade school, and my teachers were put us into a group uh, project, and it was a math teacher, surprisingly, and I frankly hate math. Um, so I kind of, we were meant to start a business, so I decided hey, I could work on making, like, logos and uh, taglines for us to kind of advertise the business. Mm -hmm. And from then on, I was just kind of, like, watching different movies, uh, what women want, just, like, the fake, really fake uh, portrayal of advertising in movies. um, And that kind of got me jazzed. And so from then on, I just kind of focused what I wanted to do um, all on that. I feel like I'm one of the few who didn't just fall into it I kind of chased it Mm -hmm. um and so I in high school I started working at a market research firm doing cold call surveys um back home in Seattle and met a couple people who knew others who worked at Wong Duty in Seattle Mm -hmm. and so uh, out of college I started interning at Wong Duty um traffic department just filing papers and just kind of learning the ropes. At that point, I was actually in between, do I want to try and become a creative uh, or do I want to do account management? And um, I kind of continued chasing both. And after that internship was done, uh, I hopped over to Creature in Seattle uh, and was interning there in account management and kind of learned more of the ropes. And Mm -hmm wearing all the hats from answering phones and opening the door to signing for packages and like sending out very tiny client emails Mm -hmm. of please approve this uh, pamphlet. Um, And from there I got connected with some folks at Publicis in Seattle and just started, I came in there as an assistant account executive on T-Mobile and um, kind of stayed there for uh, like five years roughly Mm -hmm. and uh worked on several different brands and then uh decided I needed to get out of Seattle and came here to LA and uh landed at Media Arts Lab working on iPhone Mm -hmm. Uh, and after several years on uh working on global iPhone ads uh I decided to take a chance and work on some fried chicken so I uh left Media Arts Lab and uh, flew up to Portland at White and & Kennedy and uh, worked there for a couple of years, uh, launched the Colonel and um, kind of just came back uh, to LA after my time in Portland uh, for an opportunity on Airbnb. And so I was working at Shiat on that and then um, was there for a little bit and got attracted by the dark side, <laughs> as some people probably call it. It's not that dark. Um, but, uh, decided to go brand side. And so now I'm here at AT AT&T. Nice.
0: So going back a little bit, you said you were, you know, deciding between creative or account management. What was it eventually that like kind of convinced you, okay, account management is the route for me?
1: Yeah, for, for me, it was more so my personality. And I think for anyone in this industry, it's getting into this industry is really analyzing who you are as a person uh, because that really determines almost where you fall Mm -hmm. Um, and so I realized that I was way too much of a social butterfly to be able to be cooped up um, in a room Mm -hmm. with just my partner (laughs) thinking of ideas uh, which sounded fun obviously I think everyone is attracted by that aspect of it when you first see this is what advertising is until you you know see a bunch of different roles but um Like an old boss told me, you know, account managers are the generalists among specialists. And I love being involved in every single aspect. Mm -hmm. So I decided to kind of lock in and and say, okay, I love dealing with people. Mm -hmm. So working with clients and and even just, you know, talking to print production, talking to strategists, talking to the creatives. And um, that flow and being that bridge and that hub um, just kind of fit into who I was, as yeah. a per- who I am as a person. So that,
0: That's so funny because I had, I started in account management mm-hmm. when, uh, I don't know if we talked about this on our initial call, but I started in account management as an intern and got brought on full time as you know an AAE or something. And had of had the opposite reaction where I was like, I knew myself as a person, like I'm like, I'm not enough of a people person to be right. awesome at account management. Like I can do the job and maybe I can push myself and, and like fill that role because it's needed. But who I naturally am, like, am it's just like not yeah. my strength. Yeah,
1: me. I mean, I, I, my old boss told me about someone he worked with, and he was almost like at the group. He was at the group account director level, mm-hmm. and decided he wanted to be a creative and kind of dropped yeah everything yeah. Um, and went to creative school and then just started becoming like a writer yeah. for and so started from the bottom, you right. know, of that uh facet of the industry so um I'd say decide quickly in some sense but I mean but also never be afraid to kind of make the jump because it's at most agencies I know you know a friend of mine who you know I hired on as an AAE and she's now uh a copywriter Mm -hmm. you know at Anomaly and just crushing it so yeah yeah
0: definitely I mean that's good advice it's definitely uh there's opportunities to switch. It's not never easy, of course, right. but um, but it's definitely doable. I, I've definitely seen it myself. What are some of the biggest hurdles that you faced coming up and starting in account management, and how did you work to overcome them? Or maybe you're still overcoming them. <laughs> you know, we're yeah, always...
1: you know, no one's ever perfect. Yeah, and it's kind of a continual evolution. Right. But um, I think getting started in it, it's really just. F- finding your feet and how you like to work I mean it's such you know everything about managing styles and who what types of brands you like to work for um and the type of agencies you like to work at the size of the agencies I mean it's kind of a lot to figure out Mm -hmm. and for me it was just a lot of thinking of okay well I like working on big accounts uh you know like having the infrastructure to help, um, because I do tend to float around, you know, as, as a I get distracted easily. So, mm-hmm. you know, having that structure of this is how we work here yeah. always helps. Um, and so I think as far as getting my start in account management, I, you know, a couple of hurdles, or one big one is just taking on too much stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a give and a take. I think, the best way to get yourself noticed at an agency is, is to constantly have your hand raised mm-hmm. and always volunteer for, could be the dumbest little project yeah. or like an actual big opportunity where you can add some value, but it's just always having that hand raised. But then also knowing when to raise that hand to get help right. and, and not drown under the workload. And that goes for any, you know, a junior account person to mid level to mm-hmm. senior level. I mean, sometimes, um, advertising is a very competitive environment and you are always pushing yourself to do more and take on more. But I mean, if, uh, if you're falling off then there's no real point, Yeah. you know? And so I think reaching out for help is kind of the one things that I kind of push myself like, Oh yeah, I can't take this on because I need some time to think about this other project or I don't want this other project to lag behind. And so, um, that's kind of, one of the things I think that a lot of junior account people get trapped in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially for an account management role. Um, I know you're talking maybe like internally, but it's, I feel like it's a skill also that you have to develop, you know, when you work with a client, Mm because obviously you want to make them happy and, you know, keep the business. And that might lead you to say yes all the time or want to say yes Yes. all the time. But I'm sure you learn through experience. Like in order to do, like, a really good job and also make sure your team is not, like, dying. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those things that's, you know, garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. Like, if you can't, if you don't have the time to think through a project and if you're not giving the agency time to think through the project, you can't sit and expect to win a Lion or an Effie because, yeah. Yeah, you know, you gave them three weeks. So right. it's, uh, it's definitely... A
0: balance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, and I love what you said, too, and this is kind of going a couple questions back, but I think it ties in um, about kind of getting into advertising is an exercise or becomes an exercise in, like, who am I and, like, mm-hmm. knowing yourself a little bit. And, and to your point, like, when you start, you know, it does take some time to maybe feel out, okay, what environment do I fit best in? But I think... Uh, One thing I like to tell people or junior talent is like, especially even when you're in school and you have um, like school projects that you're working on and classes and things that you're juggling, I think you can take a second to like think about, okay, like how do I like working with other people? Like what has worked for me in the past in terms of time management or, you know, not getting distracted and stuff like that. Even though the environment is obviously totally different than like working full time at an agency, you can at least start to get like some hints of like, how you work, like mm-hmm. you said, and what environment might be, might fit you best so that you don't have to jump around so much at the beginning to like find what's right for right.
1: you. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, <laughs> when we're talking about people switching, I mean, I've seen people start out in media and then all of a sudden like, oh, maybe account management. And then they're off, you know, you do that for two years, do that for three years. And then they're like, oh, actually, no, I want to be in print production. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's like, oh, well, if you took some time to, yes. you know, nurture that, you know, seek the right people, um, mm-hmm. whether it's at your at an agency or, or not, or it's just reaching out on LinkedIn. I mean, um, those things really help. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, so you mentioned um, working that you personally like working with big clients. You know, these big global and national campaigns. Um, you mentioned reintroducing Colonel Sanders for KFC yes. with Wyden. Um, you know, shot on iPhone while you were at Media Arts Lab an Airbnb. Um, what are some of the biggest challenges when working on these like big 360 campaigns with big brands?
1: You know, on an internal level, an agency level, you get, can get lost. Um, you know, you could feel like a cog, Mm -hmm. um, when the account management team is 40 people deep, you know? Um, and so, On that side of things, you know, yeah, sometimes smaller agencies and medium-sized agencies will give you much better exposure, but, um, you know, I think at these larger agencies, they really set a rubric of, this is how it's going to work, this is how, I started out on working on newspaper ads, and Mm -hmm. that was, like, very templatized, (laughs) you knew the timelines, you knew, but it kind of set up in your head how you need to work and how quickly you need to get things done or, or whatnot. Um, but beyond that, it's really just kind of getting lost in it and not having a focus. Mm-hmm. um I think it's important you know for account people to just make sure you're owning a project and getting a hold of it or 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 carving out that niche for yourself within your team right um I loved looking at competitive and so when I was on the T-Mobile account team as an assistant account executive I was like, oh, I'm gonna start pulling together big competitive reports Mm -hmm. or and just kind of breaking that down for what are all um, these now competitors of mine are doing and so um, And so that I think that really Kind of carves out and and people can look like oh he that's what he does Mm -hmm. and or that's what she does Mm -hmm. Um, and Doing so kind of helps you set up a foundation on the team as, yeah. as far as, you know, not getting lost in that structure mm-hmm. sometimes, especially at the much larger agencies, which, you know, I'm sure you've experienced as well.
0: I guess another way to phrase the question, like, do you, how about any advice for those starting out in account management who might be working with big, brands, I guess, no matter the size of the agency, Mm -hmm. what are some things that you found to be kind of best practices when handling, or what are some things that they should know about the experience of working with like a big brand?
1: One of the biggest things at working at a larger agency is, and on a larger client, is the amount of layers. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you might be five layers removed as a, you know, starting in the industry, you might be five or six layers removed from, from everything. And, and so it's important to remember that that client, when you present to them, they probably have to take it to two other clients. Um, and after that, they have to take it to their boss, which is then a whole other process. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, in my mind, it's being patient and, and learning that structure yeah. and really mastering that process mm-hmm. of, okay, it has to go this person, this person, because that will then help you kind of get ahead of your timelines and and be more aware of, oh, hey, you know, Sally usually takes two weeks to take a look at it. And yeah. then, but then after that, she has to send it to Brian. Right. So, you know, it's one of those things that time management, I'm sure will come up a lot <laughs> in this and just process management because you, we do have a lot of layers on the client side. And at the same time, um, internally, more than mm-hmm. likely, you're going to have a lot of layers on a, a large, like national size brand. Yeah. Um, so it's really navigating those waters and that's where, you know, a good account person is able to navigate those waters and figure out, okay, what's the fastest way to get this person? It's, you know, how to, um, be annoying without being annoying to get the the right approvals you need internally yeah. to keep push to keep pushing and keep driving the project.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great for like anyone, I I guess for any role, but certainly for account management, like when you're, even when you're just starting out, like what you might be tasked with on a certain account might be like a very small piece of like a much larger Mm -hmm. machine or picture, Mm -hmm. um, within the team and so the more you can understand like how you're what you're doing connects with like everything else and feeds into that structure um and like you said like who's going to need to see it on the clients like the faster you can get an understanding of that um like that whole process the better that not only you can perform what it is you're being asked to do on like a you know junior level but also how you can help The rest of the team sort of like move things Mm -hmm. forward because you have that awareness of like okay this like you said it has to go to sally and then has to go to brian um so that like you said you can kind of get ahead of it
1: yeah and like internal agency process is just as gnarly sometimes you know (laughs) as as um as the client side process so yeah that's one of the big tips is is learn that and learn it quick that way you know no, like the back of your hand Yeah, and you can anticipate things much, much better mm-hmm. Yeah, It
0: goes back to your, like raising your hand, like at the, when you start, like raising your hand to be like, can you give me like a lay of like everything? Yeah. Cause there's like no faster way to you exactly. know, get a download of that.
1: Stare at that, <laughs> stare at the org chart, stare yeah. at the, you know, process chart.
0: Exactly. So I wanted to talk about your decision to move from agency side to client side, mm-hmm. which was a fairly recent move. Um, and also I wanted to hear what you do now at AT&T.
1: For me, it was to see the other side of the table just after seeing one side of the table for so long. Yeah. And, and and for me, I've worked with a lot of great clients and and um, on a personal level and a work level. And, and it's always been something that seemed interesting mm-hmm. and anyone, I like a challenge. <laughs> so uh, I just decided to, you know, I found fortunately AT&T, um, like our whole staff now, like, the whole ad team is all ex-agency people. Oh. And so it was it was a cool opportunity to say, um, you know, this is our focus. Our focus is advertising. You mentioned the role. I mean, my role hasn't changed. My role is to still get the best work out the door for this brand. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, you know, along with the agency and helping the agency, arming the agency with as much information and um, kind of, knowledge about what the product is we're trying to get out there mm-hmm. to really inspire the work and Get good work out of at the end of the day, you yeah. know um,
0: So just I guess for context when you talk about like AT&T Entertainment Group, like mm-hmm. what does that entail? I mean, you don't have to so, like yeah, say anything so you can't say yeah, yeah, no no
1: <laughs> AT&T Entertainment Group basically entails um, Direct TV, Direct TV Now, um, okay. but also includes the mobility side of the business Mm -hmm. Um, and so we're kind of all a whole unit now here um, all based in LA yeah Uh, um, and you know our focus is the advertising part and we have we work with our internal marketing partners um, to put together the briefs and um, and then we brief the agencies together Mm -hmm. um, which has been a cool process to see on this side you know and and knowing the pitfalls of what I've experienced in the past, and and maybe what things I might or might not have gotten from, the uh, might or might not have received from my clients, and right. now I'm pushing that forward, and and just being trying to be the best client I can be, yeah, um, and just to help the agency do good work for them and for us to kind of move the numbers. I mm-hmm. think that's the l- larger thing that the most. The biggest change has been paying more attention to the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that I didn't pay attention uh, <laughs> at my previous jobs, but it's you know it's just one of those things that you're like oh yeah this is actually moving the business yeah. you know and and those things are important when you're on this side um, not that it's not on yeah. the agency side but you know sometimes those things are hot handled at a much higher level um right. but but it's been a really cool experience i you know work-life balance is a little more balanced i'd say no more two in the morning nights or or, or whatnot yeah. um but also not going home we're also not going home at like five right we, you know, every day so yeah <laughs> um it's like right where the sweet spot i think right. it, it would be in um you know we do get a lot more thinking time, mm-hmm. um, then I'd say I had on the agency side, just cause you're just constantly grinding, at least on the accounts that I've worked on, it's just been yeah. a grind, yeah. um, usually, uh, which I enjoy, but, and sometimes miss, but, yeah. um, but it's been interesting to see how it all operates from a brand side of things.
0: Any other realizations that you've had since like you have been in this role? Like you mentioned, obviously, like from your knowledge of being account management side at an agency, you had your experience with your clients and you can as a client now mm-hmm. like try to be the best client based on that. Um, I guess any other realizations about being an account manager in an agency like now that you are in the client seat? Uh,
1: it's it's tough. I like taking a step back and looking at it and I'm like wow that that role is really hard for you know um, because you are running around and and managing multiple projects most of the time Um, most agencies like to run lean and mean Mm -hmm. which um, which causes that kind of workflow of you know one person is on one person is on three different projects Mm -hmm. Um, and so for me it gets it's kind of like oh, that's, that's the pain, you know, like, yeah. I, I might be emailing the, my lead account person, but they're also getting four other emails sure, yeah. from, from some, from other people they're working with right. in my group. And so, um, I think that's the biggest thing for me. I was like, yeah, that role is harder. It, <laughs> it is hard. <laughs> I mean, when you're in it, you yeah. kind of, you just handle it. You just, handle. Yeah. You sit there and you handle your business. Right. And you you get it done. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like one of those things. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's um,
0: how I feel about um, like living in New York. Like we lived in New York for a while, and then we moved to LA mm-hmm. the last like year or so, and then we, we when we go back to visit. And being there as a visitor just for like, I think it's so much harder because like when you live there, you're just like, yeah, you like handle it. This is it. what like, I you do. Set, Yeah, yeah You like, and it's no big deal. Like every every all the like hard things that New York puts you through, and then when you like live somewhere else and you go back, you're like, oh my god, I put up with so much. I mean, there's a lot of amazing <laughs> right. things about the city, but there's also so much that I like just lived with. Yeah, <laughs> like, I
1: mean that that's exactly. I think we all, you know, like I said, the whole team is yeah. it's agency, and so we sit there and we're like. Oh my god! I know exactly what they're going through right now. You know, and and which helps make us, you know, more empathetic of obviously, and just knowing the process and um, knowing, like, okay, this is this is what's going on. This is probably what's happening. You know, and now how do we react to it in this way? You know, so.
0: So I wanted to ask what account management interns can do this summer as they go into their internships to up the probability that they will get brought on full-time. It's obviously Mm. the goal of a Mm -hmm. lot of interns, especially people who have graduated. Um, From your experience, you know, managing interns, what do you like to see that, like, is a good signal, like, yeah, we should hire this person?
1: Yeah, from two things, like, hit the streets, you know? Like, I think it's easy nowadays to get caught up behind a computer and, like, just sending out emails and sending out um, trying to get in to a place. Yeah. but really it's just like hitting the ground and, and walking up to, you know, if you're in LA, obviously you have a plethora of places to walk into. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know it's not like gonna be like that for every market, but yeah. <laughs> um, but for me it's just getting out there and getting your name out there and, and, and finding, and if it is, and if you are behind a computer, find people on LinkedIn or mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter or on Facebook and, and just message them. and And, yeah. you know, I've had people reach out to me on LinkedIn and I'm like oh yeah no problem I'll look into it you know and right. I mean the worst thing they could say is no Right. Um, and I think once you're into it in the agency the thing that I most look for is um, the passion for the industry uh, it's advertising is a pretty brutal um, industry and it's highly competitive like I mentioned earlier and um, and if you don't have that passion for what it is you're you're working on or how no matter how big or how small Mm -hmm. you will get worn down very quickly um so I I look for people who like yeah this is I got into this industry and this is what I love doing and so when I look for others I'm like oh they get it Mm -hmm. and they love it they live and breathe it they're you know constantly looking at what great work is out there they are you know really trying to work on that internal process and, and figuring right. that out. Um, so f- for me, it's definitely, like, the passion thing. And just really having that, showing that passion, um, or else um, you don't want to get lost. Because a lot of people will look at it as just a job, and, you know, frankly, it's not it's not a finance internship. Or, <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's something that you have to have that passion and vigor for, or else... You'll get lost in the shuffle and Mm -hmm. and kind of bogged down with the process
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting thinking about like why people work in advertising or want to work in advertising Mm -hmm. because for you It's like very much about the the work itself like the the advertising part of it like the work that you the campaigns that you put out we work on with clients and put out there in the world and And, and for a lot of people, that's what draws a lot of people to the industry. It's like, I want to do these like really creative things for big brands, stuff like that. But
1: it's not always like that. Exactly. Exactly. It's not. And so I, I mean, when I was at Media Arts Lab, I always used to have a chat with my team and said, this is the rare instance that you will work on an Apple, you know, like, this is Apple. I mean, unless you went to go work on Nike or yeah. Nike Coca-Cola or something, <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, this this world is filled with toilet paper yeah. and water, uh, potato chips, and so it's not always gonna be the yeah. cool, flashy stuff. And, and it, that's where that passion comes into play, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm working on a banner ad, you know, and that's all you work on, things are gonna suck if you don't have passion for yeah. the industry as a whole. Right. Um, right. So, uh, that's kind of how that all plays together. Yeah, yeah,
0: I, yeah, I think it's so important for people to hear that because I was I I redid recently. Like I do guest lecturing at different universities, and I redid my like intro slide. I used to have <clears> like five slides that was kind of like about like what I've done, and then I cut it down to two. And basically, like one slide is like it, it includes like oh here are some of the brands that I've worked on, and it's like the really big ones like right. you know I've, I've worked on Coca Cola before and like L'Oreal and like all this. Stuff. And then the second slide is, like, other brands that I've worked on. It's, like, a bunch of ones that, like, regional ones that, like, yeah. no one's heard of. And, I, like, I I mean, percentage-wise, it's definitely been right. more of the, like, no one's heard of this brand yeah. before. It's, like,
1: it's a luck thing. It's, like, a luck yeah. and timing thing. Like I, It really is. When I was a publicist, I worked on T-Mobile, and that was obviously the headliner. But I also worked on a jewelry, a retail jewelry brand, and then uh, sold tires, you know? And, yeah. and so most people's careers are more so filled
0: yeah, um,
1: with that kind of stuff. And yeah. so if you, you know, if you see an opportunity to, to and just jump on it, yeah. you know, like no one ever thought fried chicken was going to be cool, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and so now it is. And yeah. it's, it's just one of those passion-driven industries.
0: Totally. I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, management of teams, mm-hmm. um, especially the concept of managing up. Mm -hmm. Um, what should junior talent keep in mind as when they build these relationships with their managers and how can they go about this idea of managing up?
1: Yeah, I mean, first off, managing up, I mean, for account people, you live and die by it, Mm -hmm. right? And from the junior level, from the most senior level, um, and really, you know, that's one of the things that I've always worked on and I wasn't very good at it when I first started because I because you do get bogged down in the day-to-day stuff and you forget. But I mean, managing up and just keeping, whether it's a creative director involved or your direct um, account manager, account lead, Mm -hmm. um, who you're working with, uh, and just keeping them in in the know of what's happening, everyone hates a micromanager. Mm -hmm. And the best way to combat that is to manage up and just constantly feed a stream, not inundating them right. um, with information, but giving them a, a taste of like, hey, don't worry, this these things what's... are happening, yeah. and these are these things are moving, and and from then on, um, at least you have that out there, and they they are aware. Um, you know, I think everyone's inboxes get a little too full these mm-hmm. days, um, and if that's the case, then walk up to them and find them, and that's where the whole knowing the process and and how to work and and working with people's executive assistants Mm -hmm. or, you know, other assistants to find out where people are and where you're not annoying to the point of being annoying to to get those answers. And just to let people know. And and once you manage up, it kind of helps um, even... You're helping your manager, you know, understand what's going on and they can elevate themselves, which in turn should help you know, you elevate yourself, right. um, because you're giving this information and they're not constantly having to dip down and say like, Oh wait, what's going on with mm-hmm. this? And where's this project at? Uh, and, and so for account managers, I mean, that is the obviously being highly communicative is, is super important. So, you know, I would let the creative teams manage up to the creative teams, not just your boss, yeah. you know, manage up to the strategist to just keeping everyone informed as much as possible mm-hmm. uh, on what's going on really helps kind of a team work really cohesively.
0: Mm-hmm. I think what people don't realize, too, about managers themselves is that it takes a lot of, like they have what they have to do on their plate and then the management part of, like, understanding what all the people under them are doing is, like, a whole, it's, like, it takes brain yep. space, right, yep. and, like, work and time, so the more that you can, like, alleviate that for them, so that they don't, like you said, don't have to dip down and yep. ask for it, that they don't have to, like, it gets coming to them, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that they don't have to, like, almost even think about it, I think it, it goes so far for the manager as well, yeah. you know what I mean? And, yeah, because yeah, as,
1: as the manager, you know, and, and if you're you know, being managed, I mean, it, their boss is not going to come down to the AAE to ask the question mm-hmm. of what's going on. They're going to ask your manager. Right. And so um, it helps the whole team look good when the manager's like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, like I already Nat- know, Natalie's, Natalie's already been handling that. Yeah. Done. Right. And, um, kind of helps move the process. And, and one of the way, I mean, one of the things that helps in general is just helps with your client relationships as well, mm-hmm. you know, and looking at your manager, not exactly as a client, but treating them as such, um, kind of helps hone those skills of, of, Oh, I should be informing my client about that too. Right. Or, you know, within reason, obviously, you don't want to give away all the sh- <laughs> right. all the all the secrets of the uh, internal process, but right. um, uh, but I mean, it it really helps, and it just helps you shine and helps the whole team shine.
0: Yeah, oh, I love that. Um, let's end with the best piece of advice that you've ever been given.
1: Hmm. Been a lot, a lot, a lot. I know of- it's always hard. It's People like- are always like, "There's so many." Um, but I mean biggest thing for me is, uh, is be nice <laughs> I mean this like I said earlier this is a brutal industry where where you know you're presenting work and it's getting shot down mm-hmm. or in whether internally or in front of the client and sometimes that process is very brutal and um, you know and somebody frankly spent 14 hours coming up with that strategy slide or coming up with that creative piece right. and just being nice goes so far in an industry where everyone is not, I mean, saying clawing at the top is a little aggressive, but, mm-hmm. you know, in some sense and in some places, I'm sure it is like that. And and so being nice to the people and the teams around you goes such a long way and mm-hmm. uh, especially helps if you switch the clients, when you switch the client side, you got to remember, you know, be nice to your clients because you might be one one day. So yeah. it's just one of those things that, I mean, might se- seem super generic, but I think it's something that people forget about when they get buried or when they're swamped, and you're sitting eating chicken nuggets at twelve thirty in the morning at the agency. So yeah. uh,
0: no, I think that's a, that's a, that's the that's the qualifying point that makes it such good advice. It's like yeah, that's it's the, one of the first things to go out the door when you're like under a lot of pressure or things are just like you're up to your neck and so the more you can kind of like keep that in mind and distinguish yourself as that person the account person that is like super nice all the time no matter what's happening
1: yeah might be buried yeah you know and um so that's uh yeah that's that's how i try to live
0: Thank you so much for the time. I'm so glad again that we got to do this. No, I know. And...
1: Thank you for having me. I know it was a long process. <laughs> no, I'm sorry okay. I dragged it on. Thank you for not abandoning me. No, because uh, I really wanted to do this. So yeah,
0: no. I'm. I, I love the perspective of someone who's you know been on both sides now, and and I think it's always like you said, it's just helpful having that added perspective, having, having done both roles and hopefully right. like other people, um, just starting out, whether it's an account management or otherwise, uh, will also get, get a lot from this.
1: Yeah. Hopefully it helps. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: sure it will. Where can people keep up with you online?
1: Uh, find me on LinkedIn. Um, you know, send me a note through there and I could try to get in touch with you as quickly as I can. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. You're obviously very busy, but right. <laughs> you'll do your yeah. best. Yes, of course. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. Big thank you to Andre for all his advice. I love that continuing to look for a challenge has driven his career path to where it is today. I also think his definition of managing up is really applicable to anyone in an internship role this summer. Advice is so much better shared. Leave us a review on iTunes or share the podcast with a friend. And while you're at it, sign up for our weekly email. It's a small dose of advice and insight delivered Mondays. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. If you have any advice on where we should move, let me know. I'm Natalie, and until next time, you got this.